The Torah tells us that when the Jewish people sinned with the Egel, that Aaron tells the people to take the rings off the ears of your wives and children and bring them to me. Aaron was afraid that the women and the children would not depart with their precious earrings so quickly. So the men, when they saw this bit of hesitation, they took out their own earrings and donated them instead. So this seems kind of strange. When we imagine what the men looked back like in those days, it's hard to visualize a bunch of men in light clothing and wearing earrings. Not a very yeshivish look, to say the least. Nonetheless, we see that men, women, and children were all wearing earrings. So what's with the earrings? Secondly, we know that the Jewish people left Mitzrayim with tons of gold. So why go through the trouble of removing earrings from their ears? Why don't they just go to the stash and just get as much gold as they need? So the Archaim HaKadosh suggests that this was all part of Aaron's delay tactic. By going through the trouble of removing earrings and getting tiny bits of gold from each person, maybe Moshe would come back and they won't have to sin. He meant gold earrings and no other gold, and earrings that were in their ears, not ones lying on their vanity stand or wherever. This certainly would have taken more time. And he says, you bring them meaning don't send a messenger. And he sends, says, bring them to me, because it would only be Aaron that's going to do this sin of making the ego. So Aaron was playing psychology here, as the Orachim points out, and he chose his words carefully. He knew the power of crowds. Crowds get wrapped up in their emotions. If there's a big crowd, things get done quickly. But if there's just one person, the Orachim says, he's Akev Ktsas, there's likely to be some sort of delay. The men, however, foiled his psychological ploy, and they didn't want to waste any time. So the men took the earrings out of their own ears, knowing that the women and the children would probably delay them with their protests. Rav Yochanan Zweig Shlita suggests that the whole purpose in leaving Mitzrayim and Kabbalah Satora was to show the idea of being Mamlech Hashem by becoming his servants. That's how you become a true Eved Hashem. We see this from Parshas Mishpatim, where we learn that people who want to be eternal slaves, they pierce their ears. Why do we pierce the ears? Because you have to listen to your master, no matter what he tells you, because you know that in the end it's going to be good for you. I always wondered why in secular society, understanding is invoked with the words, I see. But if you go to any base medrash and you listen to how many times people say, I hear, that's the way that we, as Torah Jews, accept things and understand things. We say, I hear. The Gemara in Bavakama on Daf says something fascinating. That if someone makes another person blind, then he has to pay for the damage that he caused. But if he makes them deaf, he has to pay for the value of the entire person, because he, now the slave has zero value. He can't hear his master. As Jews, we say, Naseh v'nishma. If you can't hear, it's more difficult to be an Eved Hashem. Rav Zweig now interprets Rashi, which says that by taking off their earrings, they unburdened themselves. What burden is there in wearing earrings? It's not like it's a heavy load or anything. So we can understand what's happening like this. Aaron knew that the earrings represented the symbolic form of servitude. He asked the women and the children to remove their rings, knowing 
that it would take them some time, and perhaps enough time to allow Moshe to return. The men, however, did not want to wait anymore. They wanted instant gratification, and they took matters and their earrings into their own hands and gave them to Aaron. They removed their symbol of servitude and felt free. Once you no longer have someone to serve, you no longer view yourself as a slave, which was the total reversal of what was accomplished at Har Sinai. This is what almost caused the destruction of the entire Jewish people. So how did the Jewish people come to this? We have spoken about the concept of stagnation and how it can lead to depression. The Jewish people at that time were stagnant. They were in limbo. They were waiting and waiting for Moshe until they could no longer wait. When you're stagnant and getting depressed, it's almost never a good time to make radical changes. Rabbi Dr. Abraham Tversky makes the same observation that when working with clinically depressed people, he cautions them not to make significant changes until the person is well into remission because people make terrible mistakes when they're depressed. The men who were waiting for Moshe took earrings into their own hands in order to try to make a change. It backfired, to say the least. If they would have waited, they would have been back to the same state of mind as after leaving Egypt and receiving the Torah, the state of being a true Eved Hashem. This is such an incredible lesson in how we should approach our service to Hashem. We should always look to a master who we can look up to and listen to, even or may I say especially when things get tough and we fall into a state of despair. We should have the desire to serve Hashem and not throw off the yoke. If we make this our mindset, then we'll be able to serve Hashem as He intended. Have a great Shabbos.